everyone. Welcome to Art History Awesome. I'm your host, Amelia, and today we have another art history interlude. Finals are fast approaching, but it's never too late for tips and tricks. In this episode, I will be giving you the best advice I have for succeeding in undergrad art history classes. Regardless of whether you're taking an art history class as an elective a requirement, or because it's the only class you could fit into your schedule, you should always get the most you can out of your courses. Honestly, this goes for every class you take in college. Not only is someone paying for that course, even if it's not you personally, but the professors and TAs are taking the time and effort to be there for you and to share their knowledge. So I encourage everyone to take their classes seriously, even if you are just taking it because it was the only class available. Note-taking is the most important part of succeeding in an art history or any course. Good note-taking makes everything else we discussed today so much easier. Whether you prefer to take notes by hand or use a laptop, any notes are better than no notes. Art history classes tend to be lecture-based with slideshows that should mostly be images. I am of the opinion that a good art history teacher should be able to talk about an image without blocks of text in slideshows. Text-heavy slides are the easiest way to make students not pay attention. Anyway, note-taking. When I was in high school, way back in 2010, my AP art history teacher showed us this method of note-taking and I have used it in every class ever since. When writing in a notebook, Fold the page so that there's a crease about one-third of the way from the left side of the page. During a lecture, take your notes on the right section that is two-thirds of the page. The margin is great for either going back and adding notes if you have a professor who jumps around a lot, world history two in undergrad, that was a rough semester, or for notating areas when studying for tests and or researching paper topics. However you use it, it's a great buffer for adding in notes or additional information. I will share a few examples on today's posts at ameliarose.com under the Art History Awesome tab. If you're more of a laptop person, I highly recommend using an app like Evernote, which last time I checked you could get a free version of as a student, where you can create notebooks for each class, or Google Docs so you can access your notes from any computer. Hashtag not sponsored. Although, if you want to sponsor me, Google, that would be great. That would be awesome. Thanks, bye. I'm a weirdo, so I like to use Evernote for notes, but Google Docs for paper writing. What's most important, though, is that you are consistent, taking notes in the same way and in the same place every class. You don't want to have a bunch of random papers with notes scattered all around your life. That won't help much when it comes to studying for tests. How easy it is to study for a test is based on how detailed slash consistent you were with your notes. Most of the work is already done if you took good notes. Art history tests in undergrad classes generally, generally, have the same basic components. Slide identification, short answer, and essay. Sometimes there is also multiple choice, usually replacing the short answer. It has been my experience that a professor will give you a study guide with everything that could be on the test. Not everything will be, but there shouldn't be anything on the test that isn't on the study guide. What's great about art history is that there are inherently visuals included with every answer. 
When studying slide identification, printouts of the images are usually the best way to go. Just write all the information on the back of a, an index card or the cutout image and quiz yourself with these flashcards. Uh, if you don't really like using paper, I've also made slideshows on my computers or used a tablet to slide through the images. Whatever works best for you, but use those visuals. <laughs> Multiple choice and general short answer are the hardest to give blanket advice about. Sometimes a study guide will give you specifics. Other times you just might need to read your notes from that section a few times through to get the general info into your brain. However, if you're lucky, the short answer will be compare and contrast questions where you identify and answer a question about a pair of images. These you can prepare for by formulating your answers beforehand and even practicing writing them out if you're really nervous. The final most important and only section I would call a definite is the essay portion. One of the goals of any art history class is to teach you not just to look at art, but be able to write about it. Typically, you will be given two essay questions to prepare and one of them will be on the test. Other ways I've seen it done is a professor will give you four essays, the test will have three choices and you pick two to write about. Long story short, you will prepare more answers than will be on the test. But hey, you learn something. These longer form questions will often have a broader field of possible answers, making it up to you, the writer, to craft your argument or analysis based on what you've learned in class. If it's your first art history test, don't be afraid to fully practice writing out your answer. I promise that you won't need to do this for every single test. Unless you like doing it that way, I don't know your life. What can make essay questions tricky is that there isn't always a direct reference to specific works of art in the question. While one question might ask you to compare the styles of Picasso and Brock using specific examples, another might ask you how the Industrial Revolution affected the working class in Paris, France. These are real questions that I have seen on tests. <laughs> this is when your notes are most important. I guarantee there are a few pieces of art you took notes on that discussed this topic. Use those images to support your discussion. My final piece of advice for tests is this. Write. Write, write, write. The more you write, the more I, as the TA grading your test, can give you points for. Because unlike tests in most subjects, art history adds up points starting from zero, not subtracts from 100. More writing equals more things I might be able to give you points on equals a higher grade. So write. Okay, I've gone on long enough for today, I think. I was originally planning on talking about writing research papers, but based on how much I had to say on taking notes, it's probably best to have a dedicated episode to paper writing. I encourage you to share this episode with anyone in an art history class or could use some advice about school in general. Don't forget, we have two more interludes this month, so be sure to tune in. You can follow Art History Awesome on Twitter and Instagram at ARHAwesome. You can also send an email with any art and or history related questions to arthistoryawesome at gmail.com. Finally, you can find all the art and sources mentioned in this episode at ameliarose.com. Just look for this episode's post under the Art History Awesome tab. If you want to subscribe or leave a review on iTunes, that would be great. And if you want to share this podcast with a friend, that would be, well, awesome. 
I just want to say thank you to everyone for being patient. I know I've been uploading on off days or a little late. I'm just one person with a full-time job, another part-time job, hobbies, and a cat that I have to pay attention to. So this is my second time recording this episode because we had technical difficulties. So I appreciate your patience and your continued support. Once again, my name's Amelia. Thank you for listening to Art History Awesome.